Describe the impact of failing to satisfy the fiduciary rules and ways to protect the plan and fiduciaries. Plan fiduciaries who do not meet their obligations are personally liable to the plan to make good any losses as well as to restore the plan any profits realized by the fiduciary. A fiduciary can also be liable for the breach of a co-fiduciary if the fiduciary actively participates in the behavior, attempts to conceal the co-fiduciary's breach, or even just has knowledge of the breach and fails to take steps to remedy the situation. For example, take Jill Juniper, who is the company's CFO and the plan administrator of the company's defined benefit plan. She's aware that the trustee is invested in real estate in violation of the plan's trust agreement. Now, since Jill has knowledge of the breach, to avoid liability, she has to take action, such as notifying the Department of Labor or even suing the trustee. If a plan engages in a prohibited transaction, the fiduciary can be liable for allowing the transaction. In addition, the party in interest that benefits can be assessed a 15% penalty tax under Code Section 4975. The tax applies to the amount involved in the transaction, and it applies for each and every year that the prohibited transaction remains intact. With the serious penalties involved, it's important fiduciaries to take steps to limit their risk. Probably the most important step is to carefully document the processes followed by fiduciaries and an explanation of how decisions were made. Another important step is to clearly allocate responsibilities among fiduciaries in writing. ERISA does not allow agreements that will relieve a fiduciary from responsibility. However, ERISA Section 410B provides that a fiduciary or the employer can purchase insurance to cover losses. Similarly, the DOL has permitted indemnification agreements, which provide that a party that is other than the plan satisfies any liability incurred by the fiduciary. Now, this allows an employer to indemnify its employees who perform fiduciary services. Now, plans also need protection from fiduciary breaches. The fidelity bond required under ERISA Section 412 ensures a plan against losses due to fraud or dishonesty on the part of persons who handle plan funds or other property. Every fiduciary of an employee benefit plan and every person who handles funds must be bonded for at least 10% of the amount of the funds handled, subject to a maximum bond amount of $500,000 per plan. Now, this maximum is actually up to a million dollars for plan officials of plans that hold employer securities. A plan may also protect participants by purchasing insurance to cover losses occurring because of a fiduciary's breach of duty. When the plan buys insurance, the policy must allow recourse by the insurer against the fiduciary. The objective of this type of insurance is to protect the plan, not the fiduciaries.